0: Welcome to Movies I've Seen. I'm Jackie Falco, and this is my podcast. One movie I watched recently was The Last Duel, and I'm going to talk about it by myself for a little while. I had a real busy Halloween season with a horror convention and Halloween proper, um, a little bit of traveling. I hope you watched a bunch of horror movies. I know I did. And I had a really fun time, so I'm going to try and get back on a more regular release schedule. I apologize for the delay. Thank you for your understanding. Does anyone use Instagram? Should I make an Instagram for the show? I don't know what I would post besides just, I guess, pictures from movies I've seen. So that's the brand. That's what I call it. So here is the episode I did by myself about The Last Stool spoilers i didn't like it um spoilers for the movie i don't know it's not really that kind of movie it's more like an experience not like shocking twists that happen it's just an experience so this discussion with myself starts now this segment is about the last duel and i am talking about it by myself i went to see it without sam his interest level was low, and my interest level was moderate based on based on the cast, really. I like Adam Driver. I like Matt Damon. Ben Affleck can be very enjoyable at times. I really, I don't love everything Ridley Scott has directed, but I do really enjoy a couple of his movies. I think my favorite Ridley Scott movies are Gladiator and Thelma and Louise. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. <clears throat> the plot of The Last Duel is apparently based on a true story about the last the last trial by combat of the Middle Ages in France. Maybe it was Normandy at the time. It's essentially France. All of these names are French. To just, like, give the gist of the plot, Matt Damon plays Jean de Carrou. And he has a nice friendly rivalry with another young man, played by Adam Driver, named Jacques Legree, And Jacques moves up politically and acquires wealth that way. And Jean de Carrou does not have the same prestige and has to work really hard for the things that he gets and has definitely like a big chip on his shoulder. But he eventually meets a nice girl. Her name's Marguerite. And they get married. And then eventually what happens is while Matt Damon is off at war, he comes home and his wife says, while you were gone, I was left alone at the house and your friend Jacques Legree stopped by the house and raped me. And Matt Damon is like, oh, are you sure? That's really bad if that happened. And she's like, yes, I'm sure that happened. And he's like, all right, I'll take it to the courts. But his direct superior in terms of the courts it's still the feudal system in the medieval times i'm not an expert in government his direct superior is jacques legree's best friend it's like who's given legree all his promotions and stuff adam driver all his promotions and stuff so he technically has to file the complaint with that court but he immediately goes above him to the king to try and settle this in a trial by combat and the thinking at the time was that a trial by combat is actually letting God decide because, I don't know, there's a church and they think God will ensure that the honest person wins the combat. I'm not sure if that's true, but that's what they believed. So, so that's where they go. And that's just the first half of the movie. And then the movie starts all over again. And it's the same story, but it's told from Adam Driver's perspective. And he... I really thought that it was going to be very different from Matt Damon's perspective, but it's pretty similar, actually. There's not a huge variation from the way Matt Damon told the story. It's Jacques Legree was gifted power and gifted land And wealth, because the count just liked him. Ben Affleck plays the count, and he has the worst haircut and dye job, and it's bad. Okay, moving on. So I thought in the second part we would see from Adam Driver's perspective that Matt Damon was maybe kind of wrong, and maybe Jacques Legris wasn't such of a jerk, but no, he was. He was a pretty big jerk. And then in Adam Driver's version of the story, who plays. Jacques Legree. I'm trying not to say, like, Adam Driver did this crime because it was obviously his character. I'm really conflating the characters and the actors, and I'm just trying to avoid saying an offensive sentence like that because uh, it's a movie, and I guess these things did technically happen, but not by the actors in the film. Okay. <laughs> Even from Jacques Legree's perspective, he still definitely commits a rape and he somehow doesn't think so because women are expected to say no. And uh, there was a graphic rape scene in the movie that I was in no way prepared for. And it was horrifying. And then we get to the end and he, the end of his story is at the trial and he's being challenged to combat and God's going to sort it out, I guess. Okay, good. And then, The movie starts all over again, but just where Matt Damon met his wife, Marguerite Jodie Comer. And I was like, okay, um, I guess we're gonna get the truth now. The title card at the beginning of Marguerite's segment directly said that her version was the truth. I think I'll take issue with that here that, like, I obviously believe that whatever crime Marguerite says was committed against her, like, that happened, but it's very interesting to me that a movie takes three different what could be considered like equal perspectives and posits that one of them is the truth and the other two are not. And I just wasn't expecting that from the movie. I wasn't expecting it to say these other two characters are probably lying, but you can believe what Marguerite says. Like I believed what Marguerite said in the other two versions as well. It's It's maybe a little confusing to explain. It's the same story three times, and then the movie started, like, the third time from Marguerite's perspective, and the title card said, the truth is coming. And I was like, okay, great. And the rape scene was way worse. It was the same rape scene, but just, like, 30% worse, and I didn't love it. Um, I just, I wasn't, I just was trying to have a nice time, see just like a drama piece about some revenge and betrayal and wasn't expecting two graphic rape scenes or the same graphic rape scene twice. So it happened to Marguerite and then she ends up at the trial by combat and that's where everything happens. And then this is the best scene of the movie, the actual like duel between, uh, jean de Caru and jacques legree it is a really good fight scene and matt demon who we are on his side for the whole battle wins the fight oh thank goodness marguerite is validated she gets to stay alive um oh her life was on the line because they kill women for making false accusations or maybe they don't kill them but they do a lot of terrible stuff to them for making false accusations of rape great some incentive not to make it up so matt damon wins the fight adam driver is dead marguerite is saved they have a child everyone lives happily ever after i guess and then the movie's over and i never want to see it again okay i heard that the movie was bad before i went to go see it and i thought i like boring movies sometimes movies are just boring and i like them anyway so i go and i see them This movie was kind of boring, but that wasn't the problem with it. All right, that's the plot. First, I'm going to say the things that I liked or the things that were... No, I'm going to say the things I didn't like first. Okay, I did not like this movie. I don't really think it's necessary to put graphic rape scenes in movies generally. Occasionally, I'll watch a movie with one in it and I'll understand why it's there. And I'll think that was painful and terrible. I didn't... Enjoy watching that, but I'm watching a horror movie. What did I expect? Um, I'm not recommending that you watch Henry Portrait of a Killer. I'm not recommending anyone ever watch Henry Portrait of a Killer. But that was a movie where a very terrible graphic rape scene, I think there's like two or three of them, but like that's what's happening in the movie. You know it's going to be there when you go into the movie and then it's a very scary and harrowing film And then it's over and you just sit there and say, please don't ever let me watch that movie again, Sam. And Sam says, okay, no problem. Um, And he hasn't. That was so smart and nice of him. I can think of other movies with graphic rape scenes like Monster or Boys Don't Cry, where I feel like the subject matter and the overall tone of the film justify the presence of that, that representation in a slow moving, highly historically accurate period piece. I didn't expect it. And I think I, in retrospect, I think it was completely unnecessary. I know that in the execution of the movie, the differences in that scene between Lagree's telling of it and Marguerite's telling of it, those differences matter to the film as a whole. I really think maybe you could have shot it a little differently or maybe shorter or just have the differences be somewhere else and we'll just know that we believe her and he's a piece of shit uh, and a rapist and we'll just know it and we don't have to see it. I- I'll just believe you. If you have a character, tell it to me. So that's my that's my number one dislike about the movie. I'm not sure I would say I take issue with the fact that it's in the movie. I don't like it. And maybe other people think it's necessary or did like it being there for whatever dramatic or powerful moving reasons. And that's their opinion. There's a reason I don't think it should have been in the movie. I think the problem with putting a graphic rape scene into a movie that clearly wants to help women and clearly has sympathy for survivors of sexual assault. I think the problem with putting that scene in a movie that feels that way about those victims is that I don't think that scene furthers the cause. I don't think anybody who's watching The Last Duel cannot conceive of what a sexual assault is like and the violence that occurs that it's a revelation to them. I just don't think that's new information and I don't think it furthers the cause of engendering sympathy I think that's what the movie wants to do is engender sympathy for women and victims of sexual assault that seems to be its main message things have been changing a lot in our media landscape there are a lot of ways to tell a story about victims of rape that don't graphically depict it. In the aftermath of The Last Duel, I couldn't stop thinking about Promising Young Woman, which is a haunting movie, a fantastic film. Maybe I should do a whole episode on it. Anybody should just go watch it. It's obviously about women. It's about men it's about sexual assault, it's about surviving, it's about wreckage. It seems like The Last Duel wanted to be about all of those things, but it was just a bunch of really very talented and very wealthy white men telling a story that they thought they had a lot of sympathy for the victim of the story. I don't know if Marguerite De would have wanted her story told that way, She's been dead for hundreds of years. There's no way of knowing. It just, it's difficult for me to articulate why the message didn't land with me. And obviously it didn't land with other people too. I read some critical reviews and some people are like, wow, in the wake of Me Too, here comes this movie that says women shouldn't be raped. Can you believe it? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's not a, that's not a sufficient message. That is not an inspiring message. That is not a call to any type of action. That is a terrible reminder of how recently women were considered property of men. Those lines in the movie where in the courts, the like the court of France, the court of the church, where people are saying like, A crime of rape cannot be committed against a woman. It is committed against a man because the woman is his property. And for the audience, for us, that's supposed to be jarring. Like, oh no, women aren't property. Like, I know they're not property. We all know that. And just hearing people say that in a big budget movie is depressing. I don't like it. I don't want to hear about it go watch Judy and Punch. It's not as historically accurate, but it's much more inspiring. It's way better. I don't know, like better. It's hard to say good and bad when you're talking about a movie created with such high levels of skill. Like Ridley Scott is a really good director. Like, I like Blade Runner. I liked Blade Runner more after I saw the second one. Doesn't matter. Skip it. So it's hard to see a movie made to such skill. the I assume everything was very historically accurate because they gave everyone such terrible haircuts. I know a little bit about historical costumes because I watch Bernadette Banner on YouTube. That's mostly Edwardian. She's a great YouTuber. It really looked like everyone off set was like high-fiving each other about how historically accurate everything was. And that's great. That's an accomplishment. I hope they get an award for it. It doesn't add that much to the story for me. For some people, for historians, I bet it makes the whole movie for them for me i can appreciate wow that's historically accurate congratulations i bet it was a lot of hand sewing and a lot of hard work and a lot of research and it looks very authentic but for me personally when i'm watching a story it doesn't lose that much with a small drop in costume accuracy it doesn't take me out of anything because i'm not a medieval historian i know that the costumes were good i know that the acting was good All of those people are really good actors. They've certainly made names for themselves. Judy Comer did a really good job. Everyone keeps saying she was a standout performance. I think everyone did a really good job. They just hadn't seen her before. I think the script was actually pretty good. I don't don't mind a slow script. I actually like the telling of the story from three different perspectives. I find those small differences between the tales interesting and when Legree's story lined up a lot with the first story from Jean de Carrou. It was very satisfying to see like my first impression of Legree being a piece of shit was validated by his own telling of the story. I don't know how on purpose that was, but I, I liked it. I thought it was really interesting. It wasn't at all what I was expecting. So I don't think The Last Duel was a bad movie in and of itself. I think it was an inappropriate movie and an unnecessary movie. And please don't make any more movies about women being raped when they have no recourse. It's really depressing. I don't want to watch it. This is just my request. That's my plea to the universe and to all filmmakers. Please stop. A piece of media is not effectively feminist because it shows mistreatment of women. And even if it frames it as mistreatment and as a negative thing, just showing that mistreatment is no longer effectively feminist. It is the 21st century. We are 21 years in. We still have a lot of work to do. Things are still not equal. Things are still not ideal. Women are still killed by their domestic partners of women who were murdered in the United States in the 21st century, the female victims of murder, more than half the time, were killed by a domestic partner or an intimate partner. Like, women are still dying from sexual violence. This is, right now, this is current. This is not a problem from 400 years ago. And the fact that this is still happening at such a staggering rate is depressing. And the solutions to this are not give women more pay or let women own property. I mean, we can own property and it would be nice if we could close the gender wage gap. But the real solution is gun control, is better medical training for medical interventionists. Like, there's active real solutions for these problems and a movie that just says doing violence against women is bad and considering women property is bad doesn't even begin to address it. It's hollow. And I really think that they meant well because I believe in niceness and I give people the benefit of the doubt. And so in my my wildest guess, I think that the people who made The Last Duel care about women, and they want us to have equal opportunity to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I think that they thought the movie that they were making would help further our cause, but it didn't at all. The historic reflection of the dearth of the treatment of women is just depressing at this point. I know that a lot of African-American media critics have come out and said recently, like, we don't want any more movies about black pain. Stop making slave movies. Stop making slave narratives. They're saying just make media featuring black people just like normal people and don't make it about racism. And that would be great. As a feminist, as a woman, that's how I feel about this. Stop making movies about how bad rape is it's bad we all know it just go go make another movie go take all that money and donate it to a group that will lobby for gun control and then we'll have laws that prevent domestic abusers from getting guns and then that will save women's lives and that's what you really want right that's what i want i assume that's what they want I'm not gonna apologize for talking about politics because this movie was intentionally political and I think that its message was less than clear and I think that its message was unnecessary. The real message is do activism, be better, show up. Things are hard, things are dire. You gotta get in there and you gotta fight to help. People are dying. Just see of a picture of how agonizing... The last duel was to watch. There were parts after Marguerite comes forward and the women in her life turn on her. Matt Damon's mother, who lives with them, I mean like Jean de mother, lives with them. And she, she kind of corners Marguerite and she says, you think, You're the only woman who's been raped. It happens to all of us. It happens to all women. You're not special. And that sucks! And that's supposed to be devastating in the movie, and then it's devastating in real life when it happens to people who survive rape. I know why it's in the movie. I just hate it. I hated the whole thing, and I don't recommend anyone watch The Last Duel, and I recommend everyone watch Judy and Punch. It's a nice medieval tale that has a woman who overcomes a personal tragedy. And I did an episode about it, but just go watch it. It's interesting and creative and beautiful. And it's not as historically accurate. And Ben Affleck doesn't have the worst haircut in the world in it. Ben Affleck's not even in it. He maybe hasn't even heard of Judy and Punch. But Judy and Punch was amazing. If you want to watch a period piece Go watch that! I'm gonna go rewatch it right now! <sighs> this was a stressful episode to record, and I did it by myself because Sam hasn't seen The Last Duel, and I just had some thoughts I wanted to say on it. Thank you for listening. I will link some national organizations that help survivors of sexual assault in the show notes. I recently rewatched It Follows, and I hated it. Um... So, if you enjoyed this episode and me ranting about feminism, uh, strap in because It Follows is coming up and we will be doing some ranting then. If you have any questions about anything that I've said or any claims that I've made, feel free to email me at moviesiveseenpod at gmail.com. Our contact information is in the show notes if you also hated The Last Duel, and you want to tell me why, you can email me as well. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. I hope you have a really good week.